Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast. If you're a daily listener, you know what's going on. Today we are covering uh, five, uh, well, the last five of the Ten Commandments. And we'll go over them, talk about how we can apply them in our lives, and yeah, just talk about them, you know, get a better understanding. But first, I'm going to start out with a little story about uh, a flea. And um, if a flea, a flea can jump like 30 centimeters. I'm not sure if it's a, just a flea in general. But if a flea can jump 30 centimeters and then you catch that flea and you put it in a jar and you keep it in a jar, it can only it can only jump as tall as the jar. So that's like, I don't know, like however many centimeters a few inches is. But if you keep it in a little jar, it's limited to that small jump. So it can't jump as high. Then let's say that that flea was with someone else and um, they had a little flea baby. And that flea, the little baby flea, sees its parents only jumping that tall and it's not to its full potential. It just expects that it can only jump that tall and it just, it that's how it lives its life. It sees its parents doing that and um, you, you're surrounded by that other flea that can only jump that high. So that's just what you expect. But if you are surrounded by the fleas that can jump 30 centimeters, then you think you can jump 30 centimeters. So the moral of this story is who you surround yourself with is going to be your expectations. So don't be, well, I guess in that situation, that flea was born there. But sometimes that happens. Um, if that jar would be opened and that flea would have the option to go away, it wouldn't be surrounded by that, those same fleas anymore. It's parents, sadly. That's uh, a little sad story, but kind of about a little flea. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe that wasn't the best explanation of that story, but I think you guys got the, the gist of it. The people you surround yourself with is the people you're going to turn into, and that's how high you're going to set your standards. So go surround yourself with someone that will make you better, make you want to jump higher, reach further, and everything. Just just do it. Okay, so let's get right into the last of the five commandments. Sorry, the last five of the ten commandments. So, the sixth commandment. You shall not commit adultery. What does this mean? We should fear and love God, so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life in what we say and do. And husband and wife, love and honor each other. So, with this, um, first thing, the very first thing I thought of was, how everything, every single commandment has started out with, we should fear and love God. So first things first, we should be putting God first in all of these commandments. It says we should fear and love God. We should fear and love God. So what does that mean? Like if we have that fear of God in us, that's going to keep our mind right. And when we keep our mind right, uh, God will help us through any temptations that come our way or anything. So if we just keep praying and praying and we're fearing and loving God, we won't even have uh, those those encounterments in our lives where there would be a situation like that because God will just help us out with that. Um, so that's something I thought about. But another thing that I thought about was how Jesus said, if we even look at a woman lustfully, that is committing adultery in our heart. So, and with that, it goes both ways. Like if for a woman for, to a man, that's both ways. So um, we should, it's not just, um, 
it's not just the actual action, but it's even thinking. So just cut that out. Um, the thing, the thing that is so like phones and computers and movies and everything, it's all just, it's everywhere. So you just need to cut out the, the places that you see it. If you see bad things on your phone, just unfollow those accounts and stop following them. Then that will help you throughout your life. So just just completely try to cut them out and everything will just be all right. Just stay in prayer. Okay, the seventh commandment. You shall not steal. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. Okay, so the first thing, you shall not steal. Um, that's kind of a given, but for like small things, like let's say um, I'm, I'm thinking of a situation like at work right now, there's like a community uh, fridge, okay? People people get some some sticky fingers there yeah um like if something's not yours would you like don't take it at all like if it's food even if it's food just imagine if you had something and someone took it from you if you're ever about to steal something that's just like a small little like piece of food like you don't want someone taking your stuff so don't take someone else's stuff that is something that that just, I don't know. Like, I, I think of, like, you reap what you sow. Like, if you take someone's stuff, somehow, I don't, it's just going to happen. It, something's going to happen to you. Just expect it. You reap what you sow. It's true. It's real. But just cut it out. Quit stealing stuff. Um, but this says, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. So, uh, this says, um, like this involve like money, but I, I just want to put it like in a very, um, I guess a, a personal situation for me, which was the, the fridge and, um, but we should be helping others with their possessions and income. If we see someone is, um, maybe not making the best decisions financially or something like that, this says to improve and protect his possessions and income. Maybe try to say it in a nice way, like, uh, like bring up a topic like, oh, uh, like, well, you could, you could be putting some of that away. Like, uh, you got a retirement account started up. Like maybe they're not, uh, saving up their money the best they should, you know, but just try to work in a conversation like that and help them out with, um, something like that because people, some people just need to be like reminded like, Hey, like, you know, it's maybe not that bad of an idea to do something like that, but I don't know. It's people have their own, uh, own things going on. We don't know about other people's situations. So we just got to be careful with conversations like that because yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So the eighth commandment, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not tell lies about our neighbor betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation, but defend him, speak well of him, and explain everything in in the kindest ways. So I'm just going to go one by one here. There was a lot. So do not tell lies about our neighbors. Um, 
well, first of all, I feel like, um, as people get older, um, maybe, well, no, that's not true. I felt like when we were like younger in like middle school, like you couldn't even have a conversation with anyone because they'd just be like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it'd just be like a lie after a lie after a lie. Um, probably myself too, probably. Um, I, I don't, I have like memories of when I was a kid, but like not like specific, everything specific, everything. But, um, I definitely was a dumb little kid. Um, you know, that's just how it goes. But anyway, um, we should not betray him, slander him or hurt his reputation. So what I think about here is, um, if you have like a friend group, and there's one of your friends gone, and some of your friends are talking about, like, one of your, your friend that's gone. Like, don't join that conversation. Just try to defend his name and uh, speak well of him. And don't talk bad about him. If, if there is a situation, uh, try to, like, turn it to where, like, um, well, yeah, like, I, I've noticed, like, uh, maybe it hasn't been the best right now, but he's been working on it, and he's getting better like stuff like that, you know, because that little amount can just like turn a whole conversation upside down. And that's, that's, uh, that's kind of what I want to wrap it up with because if we do like manipulate the conversation to make something negative turn into positive, then it just all, it just seems like God will just help you out in that situation. So try that out if, um, yeah, if that's happening. Okay. The ninth commandment. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not scheme to get our neighbor's inheritance or house or get in it, or get in, it in any way which only appears right, but help and be a service to him in keeping it. Okay, so what does this mean? We should help someone's situation where, um, let's just say their parents pass away, and um, maybe they don't know what to do with, uh, like, their parents' possessions, we should try to help them out and um, help them to inherit it and give a service to them and and not try to be selfish and get it yourself. Like, try to help them to your best ability to get what their parents had. If their parents... Um, Let's just say it's like a a vehicle that they were like, like both the, the parents were dead or something. Sorry, I'm just saying dead, passed away. Both their parents were passed away. Um, and there's like a few siblings or something like that. And there's not like the best situation going on. They don't know what to do. Try to just, um, I guess I can't really speak on this because um, this is something that like I'm old, uh, not older, uh, a little people that have experienced something like this, like both my parents are alive um, at the time, but th what I'm thinking of right now is just try to um, find someone that can help them, like that has been through something like that. And if it is like maybe not settled with the siblings or something like that, try to just find someone that can help them with that because they would have that experience and that knowledge. So I guess that's what I have on that. I don't, yeah. Sorry, that wasn't the best, but okay. The Tenth Commandment. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or his maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. 
What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not entice or force away our neighbor's wife, workers, or animals, or turn them against him, but urge them to stay and do their duty. So, overall, this means if our neighbors have something, we shouldn't be trying to get that. We should be trying to help our neighbor keep that. So if they have, like it said, an ox or a donkey, um, we should we should try our best to help them help them keep that stuff at their place. And that just goes with any situation with anything they have. We shouldn't be trying to take that away from them because we need to be helping them out. Okay, well. That's all I got for the Ten Commandments. Uh, Tomorrow, we will have more information on the Jewish stuff and all that. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I will definitely have something by them. So I hope you guys like this Ten Commandments thing. Uh, I liked it. It was pretty interesting. So I hope you guys got a little bit better understanding for that, and I hope you enjoyed it. So have a nice day. Um, Take it easy. Spread the love. Uh, Keep the Ten Commandments in your mind at all times. Stay in prayer. That's what I meant to say. Stay in prayer at all times. Then everything will just come together, you know? All right, well, thank you for listening, and have a nice day.